Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Animal Protection Services have made a second major seizure of livestock in distress in southeast Saskatchewan. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy skies. 30% chance of flurries this afternoon. Winds up to 15 kilometers an hour. The high today, minus 14. The low, minus 24. Wind chill, minus 22 tonight, minus 36 overnight. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness. Wind southeast, 20. The high, minus 11 tomorrow. Wind chill, minus 36 in the morning, minus 19 in the afternoon. The low, minus 17. Friday, sunny with a high of minus 4. The low, minus 16. Saturday, sunny, the high, minus 7. The low, minus 12. Sunday, clearing skies, the high minus 6, the low minus 12. Monday, sunny, the high 0, the low minus 7. Tuesday, and very warm, sunny, the high forecast, plus 4. Normal high for this date is minus 2, the normal low, minus 14. The sun rose at 7.33 this morning. It sets at 6.47 tonight. And around the province, we have Estevan at minus 17, Saskatoon minus 15, Swift Current minus 17, Weyburn minus 19, Yorkton is minus 15. Cloudy in Regina, minus 17, that's one above Fahrenheit. The winds are from the west at 17, giving a wind chill right now of minus 26 degrees. Humidity 80%, the barometer rising 103.4. Sunny and Moose Jaw, minus 18, winds are from the northwest at 4. Once again, Regina, cloudy, minus 17, that's one above Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. And Technotill Seating System, packing where it counts. See the difference at Technotill on Facebook or on technotill.com. Animal Protection Services has made a second major seizure of cattle in southeast Saskatchewan in the past month. In mid-February, 319 cattle were found to be in distress near Stoughton and seized. This past week, 131 cattle were taken from a farm north of Lampman after the animals were found to be in poor condition. When officers showed up, they found 16 dead cows. The executive director of Animal Protection Services, Don Ferguson, says livestock must have access to adequate feed and water and shelter. The uh, animals were seized um, after Executing a search warrant on the property, we always take a registered veterinarian with us. And with the veterinarian, they do an assessment based on the uh, Animal Protection Act and what the definition of distress is. And then it's determined that the animals cannot stay in that location without being provided uh, the necessities. Uh, so we're required to essentially take them into what is protective custody to relieve their distress. And that's what occurred. Have any charges been laid? 
uh, at this point, they're not. We're still ongoing with the investigation. So these animals are in distress. You take them, and the producer has what a few days to decide whether he wants to get them back. How does that work? So under the Act, because animals are property, we uh, under the Act are required to give him five business days uh, and. With those five business days, they have to pay the costs associated with the seizure and rectify the conditions uh, on the property or with the animals satisfactory to be able to return the animals to the owner. We can't return animals back to the owner just because they pay costs. They also have to rectify uh, what caused the distress in the first place. You have to make sure there's adequate care and attention. And, and exactly. Food. We can't we can't take them off the property and then just simply return them back to the same conditions, which would lead to their distress, just simply because the owner was able to pay costs. Now I understand some producers have expressed concern about you just walk in, you seize cattle. What is the actual process that you do? I understand you want to work with producers. Most definitely. Um, in terms of uh, how our investigative process works, uh, we'll make initial contact with uh, a producer uh, when we receive a complaint, express why we're there and what uh, the concern is. And then we try and work with producers, whether that's improving shelter, bedding, feed, all of those things. And then hopefully they'll comply and go along with it. We also have the opportunity in the new act to issue what is a corrective action order. And usually we do that uh, in consultation with a veterinarian, an agrologist, uh, people that have uh, specific backgrounds, especially when there's detailed concerns about feeding and everything. And then we issue that corrective action order so that then we can, again, work with the producer if they fail after complying with the corrective action order and clearly that there is no willingness to comply to rectify the situation, that's when we end up seizing animals. Don, we've heard of the 319 cattle seized near Stoughton in mid-February and uh, just recently 131 cattle in nearby Lampman. Are there others this winter we haven't heard of? There have not been any significant seizures in terms of numbers, but we've had an increased number of calls and we've worked with producers to rectify those situations. And sometimes it's just a matter of making sure that they're not in a negative energy balance and uh, having the producers get their feed tested and uh, supporting that. And we've done that in a number of occasions as well. Don Ferguson is the Executive Director of Animal Protection Services of Saskatchewan. Concern in Western Canada is rising about a potential threat to canola exports. A list posted on the Chinese Customs website shows as of March 1st, China's cancelled the canola shipping registration for Manitoba-based agribusiness Richardson International. Saskatchewan's Minister of Agriculture, David Merritt, hopes this won't affect the province's other industries. And that's why we offered conversation with the federal minister this morning. We reached out to her. She called us back. She's assured us that she's made it a priority and we've offered our hand to help her in any way we can. Merritt says China is Saskatchewan's biggest customer for canola and farmers are worried. Richardson has other markets, we know that, but China is a big market and a big player, so hopefully we can come to some resolve and some conclusion to this real quickly. Agriculture Minister David Merritt. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. The latest runoff forecast is below normal for much of southern Saskatchewan this spring. Patrick Boyle with the Water Security Agency says the snowpack is near normal, 
but dry conditions last summer will lower the runoff potential for southern Saskatchewan. He sees no flooding potential. Right now we're looking at uh, most of the province is uh, sort of seeing an increase in, in their spring runoff potential based on uh, some of the snowpack we saw in February and increased our forecast here. So while the, most of the snowpack is uh, near normal over many areas across southern Saskatchewan, the dry conditions in the summer and fall 2018 uh, still keep us kind of in that lower category. But most areas now are, are between that near normal to below normal category when there's a pocket in uh, essentially the central part of the southern Saskatchewan uh, from uh, essentially Lake Diefenbaker all the way going east uh, up to sort of Wynyard area where it was very dry and expecting well-blown overall conditions for that region. So for most of the province uh, is what we're seeing. And there's a pocket um, that's uh, looking at above normal sort of Meadow Lake over to Prince Albert as well. Any flooding expected in southern Saskatchewan? Not at this point. Uh, we're not expecting any uh, serious issues. Um, certainly, we still have six weeks of, of winter remaining, so um, you know that potential could always change. Uh, and, and the rainfall during spring runoff is, is the other factor that uh, we'll be watching as we go forward here. And, you know, we've, we've seen some heavy concentrations of rainfall in certain areas over the uh, last number of years. And, and that'll be something we look for going forward because what that can do is increase the, uh, uh, the runoff and, and make it very rapid. And uh, the reaction time in the landscape is very difficult to, to do. But that'll be one of the things we're, we're watching uh, going forward. We're kind of looking for ideally that minus 5 at night and plus 5 during the day, sort of plus 10, gradual slow melt. How are water supplies in the province's major reservoirs? Across the province here, water supplies uh, we're expecting to be uh, adequate. We'll have enough in, in 2019. That includes the desirable uh, summer operating levels uh, in all the recreational lakes uh, in 2019. So we're not expecting any issues uh, with that. We're able to refill most of the reservoirs at this point in time. So uh, everything there is looking adequate. So in summary, it looks like we have increased runoff potential, but you expect really below normal runoff? Yeah, essentially most areas, are. it'll be near normal to below normal for most areas going here in 2019, unless, you know, uh, assuming the normal conditions going forward that we would have this time of year, uh, it's going to be a, a fairly quiet year as far as spring runoff goes. Patrick Boyle is with the Water Security Agency. DOT Technology of Emerald Park will showcase its DOT AU1 power platform in eastern Canada this fall. The power platform is the latest in high-tech farm machinery, and this will be the first time farmers in eastern Canada will see the DOT power platform operate live in the field. The DOT Autonomous Platform will be on display at Canada's Outdoor Farm Show in Woodstock, Ontario, September 10th through 12th. The DOT Power Platform uses artificial intelligence to enable farmers to spend more time focusing on the overall operation of their business. The diesel-powered machine handles a large variety of implements used in farming, offering a 20% savings on fuel, labor, and equipment capital costs. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading this morning. Viterra prices for canola fell 50 cents at 402.42, 407.42. Oats rose 7.90 at 193.73. Number one red spring wheat increased to $1.33 at 213.47. The rest were unchanged. Durham 215.84. Feed barley 192.63. Flax 475.61. 
Yellow Peas, 254.54. Feed wheat, 193.31. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May wheat is down two cents at 5.53 and a half cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, March the 6th. 22.50 in the sort, 300 cows and bulls, a total of 25.50 for the day. D1, D2 cows, 72 to 82, sales to 84.85. D3 cows, 62 to 72. Cows are averaging 73.50. Good bulls, 93 to 103, sales to 105, 106. Bulls are averaging $1.50. On to the pre-sort sale. Some highlights on the steer side. 450-pound steers, 250. 500-pound steers, 239. 650-pound steers, 211. Of course, my favorite pen, 700-pound tan steers, 197. 800-pound steers, 183. And 950-pound steers at 164. On to the heifer side. 500-pound heifers, $2. 550-pound heifers, also $2. 650-pound heifers, $185. 700-pound heifers, $173. 800-pound heifers, $167. 950-pound heifers at $155. We had a pen of open yearling heifers weighing 1,250 pounds at $1.35. Next week, March 13th, pre-sort is full. March 20th, pre-sort has some room left. And a big thank you to you all for booking your cattle in advance. Greatly appreciate it. We also added a new bred cow sale on for Friday, April the 5th. Complete herd dispersal of 140 black and red semitols. This will be a good one. More details later on. Listen up, guys. Also, this Saturday, March the 9th, at Heartland Yorkton, the range-ready bull sale, consisting of Highway 5 semitols, black and red semitol bulls, PK Herefords, Horned Hereford bulls, Gutech Limo and Charlays, consisting of Limo and Charlay bulls, sale at 1 o'clock this Saturday at Heartland Yorkton. This sale will be a fun sale and an honest sale. Good producers here. Don't miss it. Also, one more thing here. Last week, we I forgot to mention about the sheep lamb goat sale we had. Uh, awesome prices here. Just listen up. 55-pound lambs, 295. My favorite pen, 70-pound lambs at 263. 80-pound lambs, 258. 110-pound pound lambs 202 and 120-pound lambs. I like this group at $1.80. Awesome prices. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,000 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 110 to 130 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 heads, selling in a range of 109 to 131 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is steady and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down 15 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3345. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.43 cents US. A return to normal slaughter levels was achieved yesterday, following weather-related disruptions earlier this week and last week as well. The reduced slaughter capacity impacts the year-over-year comparisons, but the reductions are not trend-setting and a large amount of pork is still expected to be processed, which is weighing on the market. Lower cutout values are squeezing margins, but packers are still profitable and motivated to keep hooks full. Hams led the primals lower and are maintaining the low values that have been seen since the beginning of the year. Lean hog futures opened lower to start the session, but a drop in the value of the Canadian dollar has meant Canadian forward contract levels have been maintained slightly higher than yesterday's close. And the outlook for today, partly cloudy, 30%. Chance of flurries, winds up to 15K, the high minus 14, low minus 24. 
Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness. Wind southeast 20, the high minus 11. The wind chill minus 36 in the morning, minus 19 in the afternoon. The low minus 17. In Regina, cloudy minus 17. That's one above Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.